0: Hey friend, you are listening to me Deb and you're at Mama's Mission and I'm really excited to have you back listening with me. Today, I swear I say this every week, but you're in for a real treat because you don't get to hear me just once this week. You actually get to hear me twice. And the reason being is that I had an interview, or this is what I'm going to be sharing, part of the interview, and it actually went for a wee bit longer because the conversation was just really good. So I'm going to share part of it today and part of it tomorrow so we don't just clog up your airwaves or whatever you want to call it. Today I am interviewing Kara Walker and there's a bit of a twist, well two twists really. We're talking all things money related to our children and Kara's not a mama so that's absolutely cool because I think we can learn from all people and she comes from more her childhood perspective. Kara has been really successful financially. I don't want to give too much away because she'll give it away in the interview but I think we can learn so much from her so thank you for listening to me and Cara this week and I pray that you're really blessed by the episode hey friend welcome to mama's mission here we unpack the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with God I'm Deb and I'd like you to think of me as your spirit stirrer is that even a thing it is now I want to stir your spirit up and inspire you to get intentional about discipleship. Mama, your role is more than making snacks and nagging, I mean, encouraging your kids. There's a greater purpose you need to work towards, and that's leading your tribe to know and love God. If you're ready to ditch your overwhelmed, discouraged attitude and get more clarity and inspiration on raising Jesus-loving kids, this podcast is for you. So grab a coffee and maybe a sneaky treat. Kick back and get ready to be inspired. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mama's Mission. We have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Kara, and a little bit different because, correct me if I'm wrong, Kara, but you, you're not a mum, right? You don't have children? Right, that's correct. Which is A-OK, it's awesome. And Cara's actually going to be talking about something n- sort of on the discipleship journey, It's all about money. She has such an awesome story, which um, is really going to shock you, I think. And uh, I would aspire to have it for my kids for sure. And she's hopefully going to give us some gold that we can use with our children. So I'm going to not keep talking. I just want to hand the floor to you, Cara. So thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Cool. Yeah, thank you for having me. I am very happy to connect. Like we actually connected because I totally missed out on it last week I was sick. So, um yeah, we've already had that conversation. Um I'm very happy to be here and yeah, I my little story in a nutshell, which I'm sure will go more in depth is Um, I'm just such a money, like finance nerd, but like personal finance. I love that sort of thing. And I graduated from college debt-free. That was my big goal. And I'm on a quest to help other students do the same as well as follow God's path for their college journey. And But I do talk to quite a few people on parenting podcasts or homeschool podcasts or business podcasts or just honestly any area of life that like budgeting and like influencing your kids around it impacts you know, you impact people. And I think, honestly, all of this, how I did this started from when I was young and had a good view of money and whatnot. Um, so I think I can greatly encourage others and, and also give moms hope that not only if they have funds for their kids like right now just to, you know, live, we need clothes and food and all the things, but like there's such hope for future scholarships and monetary journeys and college and whatnot that would not stress their parent-child relationship and could help them thrive without you being like a co-signing of a loan that gets all crazy messed up. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a now and future reference thing. And so thank you for having me on. And I would love to be a mom someday. So, you know, I have all these
0: awesome parenting podcasts to inspire me (laughs) for the future. Hey, I think it doesn't matter if you're not a parent, like we can totally learn heaps from you because correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I've, I've listened to a wee bit of your podcast and, you know, listened to podcasts where you're a guest as well. And you graduated from college debt free, but you also graduated from college with money as well. Well, I feel so honored that you heard that
1: and <laughs> you listened <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of awkward to say because you don't always talk about money in everyday life, but because it's applicable to the conversation. Yeah, I didn't just graduate debt free, but I graduated with $10,000 left in my bank account, um, which was like just savings that I was going to use for college or just save for what I needed beyond. And because I just kept getting like grants and scholarships and learning other ways to pay for it, I didn't need to use that money. So when I graduated the month immediately after, I started a business and I started investing for retirement. Like I said, I was a nerd, like I was 20 and like, saving money aside for retirement but like I didn't invest it yet because I wanted to have it for college if I needed it you know but like once college was over and I still had some of that those funds that I had quote-unquote just like set aside meaning I just like tagged it in a little document you know it wasn't really set into a certain account I started investing and I don't know it was so much fun and just the fact just set me up I think for success in the future and I think it really stems from just my parents guidance. And then also I kind of got a little fanatical in high school looking up my own stuff, but thank you for asking <laughs> and
0: for listening to my stuff. <laughs> that's so cool. I, I just think that's, that's really special. And you don't really hear that very often. I mean, debt-free college in itself is such a huge accomplishment, but also to have money left over when you come out of it. That's like so amazing. So uh, I want to ask you a few questions. Obviously, pick your brain about money because um, it's actually something that I'm quite passionate about as well. And, you know, I, I want some tips and tricks on how to introduce it more to my daughter because we're slowly getting there. She doesn't have, as at six, she doesn't have the concept of a dollar just yet, but we're working on it. So why do you believe it's so important that we teach our kids about money?
1: Oh yes, totally. There are many facets to that, but I, I like to go to this example of math. and uh, there have been studies in the past of like students who just really struggle with math or math or hate math um, and they've gone deeper into like why and a lot of not always, but a lot of times it was around like their parents, at home would express when they'd have to do math homework like oh math is so hard or i hated math in school or whatnot like sometimes it's just such like a like a foundational or what they hear like it's not always it's nature or nurture you know it's just different aspects and i think that applies to money if your kid always sees you stressed about money there's a connection of stress to money if you you know if it's like yeah. a mindset of, of abundance there can be that if there's a saver mentality Um, But also healthily spending. I mean, I'm not just like save all time and giving, you know, then there's a heart of that. But also if it's just like you're stewarding the money for God's kingdom. And there are so many extremes like, you know, just focus on getting a lot of money, you know, like that's not healthy. But also a lot of times in the Christian world of just like money is evil or rich, Mm -hmm. riches are evil. Like, honestly, I would rather have the Christians and the godly people and the children of God of the world to have the majority of the wealth than not because of how they would handle it well so it's just like I guess it's like anyone listening what did you have what I'm almost going to say feeling not that we should relate our whole life to feeling but in this situation what feeling did you have around money as a kid and related to your parents did it make you tense did it make you excited did it make you want to avoid the conversation like that's what you could be passing down to your kids depending on how you have just like a vibe around it. I'm not talking like a new age like energy thing, but just like a, I don't know, just like an impression, a vibe. And that's why it's so important to at a young age when they're so formative to be talking about it or exemplifying it or I might have gone off on tangent too, but I think did that answer your question? Yeah,
0: no, that was cool. And that that actually I had another thought of another question as you were speaking about that. Cause I really think that's true. We need to model to our kids and whatever we're modeling that's what they're going to take on. And I totally have seen that with my parents. They have four children and four under four. So we're quite close in age. And we have completely different mindsets about money. And Mm -hmm. it is different. It is stemming from what we saw. So what was modeled to us? So the Mm -hmm. question I have is, so you attribute a lot of your I I don't know if it's financial success, but your mindset about money to your parents. Mm -hmm. So what Mm -hmm. were you seeing growing up from your parents about money? Sure. Yeah. I I like how you said that. I'm going to say the
1: mindset was with parents and the future success and more that I went into, but yeah, I I just, well, my parents didn't talk when they were stressed about money. They didn't talk about it in front of me. So that was probably good. And with money, they were frugal and kind of like, uh, oh, you know, how can we figure out how to get the best sale at the store? Or when we go out to eat, like, if you're not going to eat all of it, the lunch portion is better priced or whatever. So there was a frugality to it that I think is great. Um, but also, I think just the mindset of you save some, you spend some, you give some. I think yeah. that's a lot of times what I got. That is interesting. I felt like I was in the middle a lot. Like we really didn't go on like extravagant vacations or or day trips or buy a lot of things per se in comparison to some people I knew. But then also we still did travel some and we still did go out to eat here and there and we still did have good like presents at Christmas. So I don't know. I just think it was a good balance. I felt like I would always have a roof over my head and food and clothing and whatnot. And I think my parents just taught to keep saving and do different I don't does that make sense. It was just more of like yeah. a, a it felt safety. But what I went into further was I actually learned about Dave Ramsey in high school who goes through has Financial Peace University course and goes through like the baby steps. And I, basically I learned how powerful budgeting is just to like know where your money goes, as well as just the idea of as you stay out of debt and save an emergency fund and start investing, how we can truly become millionaires in our lifetime, but Mm -hmm. handled well. And not because it was some get rich quick scheme, but just like a systemized way of organizing and saving your money, but also giving and spending as well. And I don't know, it just psyched me out. I was just like, wait, I could just do this and become a millionaire, you know, like, and that's one of those things that Um, Not that it was all about the money, but the wholesome thing of earning money for God's kingdom type of thing and to use it for giving and learning and enjoying. And for me, um, that went a step further, because my parents didn't always like lay out a budget for me and honestly, It probably worked out nice because I was just more of a natural saver. And sometimes you have that more natural savers or spenders or givers. And people might think, oh, the giver, that sounds the best, the most spiritual, if they're natural givers. Well, maybe, but they might not be. Be handling their own affairs well and just giving all their money away. And that's not good either. So there's all a good balance. So I'd think I think my parents were good with money, but then I kind of went quote unquote fanatical as I started researching other things and learning and being like, I want to start my Roth IRA as soon as I graduate college. And other people were like, What are you talking about? You know, and I, I think the mindset was amazing for my parents. And then I went a step further with more that I learned and I realized to do the rest of life if I wanted to do college I would need that debt free to set me up. So that's kind of the thought process. And I do have some like practical steps to that. I don't know if you want me to get into that yet, but that is the mindset around it and just like I felt like my parents showed me frugality and just like peace around money because I didn't really even feel concerned about it too
0: much. <laughs> that's so cool. I love it how you were saying it's it is really simple. Spend, save and give. And I think that give part is really important, especially modeling to our kids as well, because, you know, Mm -hmm. that's how we're going to be using predominantly our money for God's kingdom when we're Mm -hmm. generous, because he wants us to be generous. But as you said as well, not generous to the point where you're not managing your own money and you're getting yourself into trouble. It's, you know, doing everything the the right way. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, and give, you, save,
1: and spend are all, like, equal importance. It's not like yeah. one's more than the other. The spending is good, too, because you're being able to just live life and, uh, you know, have fun with it sometimes. Like, I just count that as equally important. Whoa, sorry, yeah. go ahead.
0: Yeah, I so agree. Um, You were just saying, did I want you to go into some tips? And that's, like, mind reader, because that was the next question, <laughs> on do you have any tips on introducing money to your kids or... On the flip side, teaching your kids about money. Well, yes, I do. can't believe you <laughs> asked.
1: Okay, so this might not be what you guys came to listen to and you might feel a little called out, but it starts with the parents having financial peace. Like yes. that's just, yeah. just the feel is going to trickle down. Even if you never teach your kids something verbally about money, it's just the concept of it trickling down. So whoever's listening, I would count this as getting started as just budget. Budget, 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 but don't freak out. I'll do this quick because we're talking about kids stuff too, but budget is not a strict, like, straight jacket you have to stay in. A budget is a calendar for your money that if something comes up, you just rearrange it and change it in the middle of the month. Like, it's fine. Like, you had plans to do laundry today, but your friend came in town that you haven't seen in five years. You can do laundry later. Like, go see your friend. And that's, like, with money you know, you don't think you're going to quite spend as much on gas this month that you thought you would. Well, then you rearrange it and you go get ice cream with your kids because you enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? Like like the budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. And it's just logging it and knowing. And that's, in my opinion, the first step for any parents, just doing it for yourself. How you could model that to your kids is, if you want, you know, not necessarily show them your whole income and budget, but just the concept of like, you know, mom and dad, we are saving a certain amount of money. And then when you go out and go get ice cream, you're like, this is part of our spending money. But then we also have give money. So maybe when you go out and get ice cream, buy the person behind you their ice cream, and that's give money, you know, and like you model to your kids that you have give save spend type of thing and I'd say personally the next step for parents doing this is within that budget you're you're making sure your four walls are taken care of that's let's see if I can keep track of this that's like if you need any clothing And not, like, extra luxury stuff. I mean, you can have fun money. But, like, just if people in your family need clothing, need food, need transportation, and need shelter. Like, that's the four things, the four basic things that are put into our budget. And then beyond that, if you have more money beyond that, that's when in my opinion, that's getting started on the Dave Ramsey baby steps, which is like saving an emergency fund, paying off debt. Like there's an order to it to help Mm. you feel like you have control and peace with your money. And we're not really getting into all that stuff. You know, y'all can go look that up if you would like, but just imagine whoever listening within the next, I don't know, few months, three months, six months, you get into such a pattern of having a budget, but that's not like a straight jacket. It's just like a, you know, where each of all of your money went in the month, kind of thing, just like yeah. a, a, an intentionality, like an awareness. And you realize, wow, I paid off a lot of my debt. It's not going to hang over my head for the next 20 years. Like, wow, I actually have some of an emergency fund. Wow, I didn't spend as much on gas this month. Let's go get ice cream and model to our kids' spending and giving. Like, I would say the first step to do anything to teach your kids about stewarding money for God's kingdom is just getting your ducks in a row. And honestly, if you never even do any more than that, literally, if you never do any more than that, if you just kind of express what you are doing, kids pick up on it so much more. They just soak it in. (laughs) Thank you. I I think we have some similar aspects on that, but you could go a next step depending on your kid's ages and just be kind of like, oh, you know, I don't know if you Give money to your kids for some sort of allowance or chores or if it's just like if Grammy gives them money for their birthday or whatever. But there could be a conversation about like, you got $10, you know, let's save, I don't know, let's save $2 give $2 to a charity or to someone. And then, you know, it's for your birthday or spend the rest of it or something. Let's go to the dollar store. I don't know. It doesn't even have to be that much. And the save, give, spend is not necessarily a third of everything. A kid might not quite understand, Mm. like, I got $30. How come I can only spend $10? Like, you know, I don't kill your kid's joy, I guess is what I'm saying. But like, (laughs) even for me, it's just the concept of like, you get 10 bucks, $20, $30, even just save $1 of it and or give $1 of it. And the saving is not, if they're little, the saving is not like you're saving for retirement. It can be, I'm saving this money so that in two weeks I can get a gumball. It's not like that you have to be freaked out and save it for their 401k and college 529 plan and whatever, like just showing them that oh, you don't think you have money? Well, remember you saved some two weeks ago and you'll kind of start to see what your kids, if they're more of a give, save or spenders and each of those are equally wholesome and valid to not like put down spenders and not like elevate givers per se because they're all needed. And so that's kind of my perspective. You do it first for like yourself, you exemplify it. And then if you want to have like a physical or practical teaching. In my opinion, it's still, quote unquote, budgeting with them. And that can be so simple. It can be just like a piece of paper on their wall and they're like, okay, I know I have $5 saved, you know, yeah. <laughs> or I knew I gave $5 in the plate at church and I just feel really good about myself for it. And just giving a positive... Conversation around money, not like, oh, math is so hard. I hate math. You have to do math homework. That stinks. Well, your kid's not going to want to do math homework then. Like, I think there's just a soaking up of what you're doing, and then like a practical budget steps if you want, you know, with your kids. That's at least that's how I would do it. Like, I'm such a nerd. I already have like journal entries of like, when I have kids, this is how I'm going to teach them about (laughs) money because I love that sort of thing. So that's why I've thought through all of this and I don't even have kids. So anyways that's a welcome into my mind weird <laughs>
0: mind <laughs> that's awesome I love it how you were talking about you know you you've got to get it right as well, not right necessarily but you know you've got to get your ducks in a row as intentional parents. I'd say yes. yeah because that's what in this discipleship journey you know leading and our kids to know and love Jesus for me it really starts with us you can't be the blind leading the blind And this is what it is for our finances as well. You can't necessarily teach your kids about anything financial if your finances are a mess and you don't even know what the B word means (laughs) or you haven't got a budget. You know, I think it's really important to have yourself sort of first and then bring your kids alongside you. That's what it is. It's just walking the talk really and involving them. I think that's really encouraged me actually just to involve my daughter a little bit more. Because we have, like, she gets her pocket money. She has no real concept of the dollar, as I was saying. All of her money she wants to just give away, which I am all for. But she wants... (laughs) I know. And I actually read somewhere in a financial book that the people who have no issues with giving are children. They have no problems. You will find that they are the most generous and definitely have found that with my daughter. And I'm wondering when that might change but yeah I love encouraging her to do that that's really important but yeah that's awesome that you mentioned how it starts with the parents because that's super important thanks for listening to mama's mission if you liked what you heard please leave a review thanks guys hey mama I could pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said it lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or, better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.